You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. God is faithful to bless those who love and obey Him. Discover the beauty of God's faithfulness in week four of Big Deal. Listen to this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Sino po sa inyo nakarinig ng balita nung isang uh, uh, mga two days or three days ago nung isang taong nanuntok ng MMDA habang pinapaandar niya yung kanyang sasakit, taas po ang kamay. Okay? Uh, ulitin ko lang po, hindi po si Pastor King yun. <laughs> Walang kinalaman si Pastor King. Uh, kaya ako tinanong lang, is because yun po yung mga balita ngayon and, and, and I can use it as an illustration today. Uh, hindi ko hindi ako ahatol kung siya nga talaga ay totoong nanuntok o hindi o ano man yung reason behind it. I just going to use it as, as an illustration. Dahil kasi po yung taong inaakasahan na siya po ay uh, nanununtok ng MMDA habang siya po ay nagpinapaandar niya yung kanyang sasakyan at yung kamay ng MMDA ay naroon sa kanyang sasakyan, ay uh, sumulat to sa mga stasyon ng radyo at sumulat sa stasyon ng telebisyon. At sinasabi niya na nadadamay na yung kanyang pamilya. Kaya kung maaari, tigilan na ng mga reporter at saka ng mga netizens yung pangbabati ko sa kanya dahil hindi naman daw alam ang katotohanan. So, ito isang realidad lamang na sa isang action na nangyari o ginawa, hindi lamang po ang nadadamay yung taong mismong gumawa, kundi naapektuhan yung kanyang mahal sa buhay, naapektuhan yung kanyang pamilya. At ganoon po ang realidad ng buhay. Okay? Sa buhay natin, minsan mayroong taong nagkasala pero nadadamay yung iba. Lalo na yung immediate loved ones. Okay? And that is so normal that we see around us in our society. Even public officials who caught having committed anomaly, nadadamay pati yung kanyang pamilya samantalang hindi naman alam ng pamilya yung bagay marahil na nagawa ng isang public official na yon. Pero, naapektuhan sila. At ang masakit nun, kapag nag-full-blown pa, ang apektado ay hindi lamang yung current generation kundi ang naapektuhan maging future generation. Lalo na kung ang pinag-uusapan ay yung integridad ng pangalan. Eh, napakahalaga po ng pangalan. It's a, alam nyo yung good reputation is rather to be chosen than silver and gold. So, ito pong katotohanan na sa buhay na ito, dapat maging careful tayo sa mga bagay na ating ginagawa. Pagkat hindi natin alam yung extent na po pwedeng ibunga ng atin pong magagawang mga pagpili na desisyon sa buhay. So, yan po ang magiging topic natin sa oras na ito because our topic is about posterity. Say posterity. posterity. Ibig sabihin po yan yung future generation o kaya yung pong descendants ng isang tao because, because the choice that we make today would somehow certainly affect not just our generation but also affects our future generation and the next generations. And so, sa ating pag-aaral, tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin ang Bible sa Deuteronomy chapter 30, beginning verse 19 up to 20. Ang sabi po ng Bible, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. Loving the Lord your God, obeying His voice and holding fast to Him, for He is your life and length of days, that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. Let's pray. Lord, we entrust to you our lives. We entrust to you your word. Thank you so much for your divine illumination. Enable us by the power of your Holy Spirit. 
to understand and to apply your word. We just thank you and honor you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Makapu tayong lahat. Ang ating pong pagtatalakay ay dadaloy po sa ganito. Understanding the choice to obey. Tandaan po natin na ang mensaheng nakapaloob doon sa talatang ating binasa, maging sa pasimula pa ng series na ito, ay patungkol sa kahalagaan ng pagsunod natin sa Panginoon. Sapagkat inalagay natin ang ating sarili sa isang posisyon na kung saan mas lalo pa tayo na pagpapala ng Panginoon kapag tayo ay marunong sumunod. Amen? So pag-usapan po natin, first is a clear choice. Okay, maliwanag po ang inilalatag sa atin ng Panginoon patungkol sa ating pagsunod. A critical choice, and later on you will know why is it it's so critical yung mga choices natin sa buhay and a committed choice. Simulan po natin. A clear choice. Sabi po ng Deuteronomy chapter 30 beginning verse 11 up to 14 and 14, for this commandment which I command you today is not too mysterious or in NIV is difficult for you, nor is it far off. Now, anong sinasabi po ng verse na ito ay ito? Ang kautosan ng Panginoon ay ipinahayag na. May dalawang bagay lamang tayong pamimilian. Yan ay ang tayo sumunod o hindi sumunod. Sa mga pagkakataong ito, ang mga Israelites pa ito po yung second generation of the Israelites. Narinig nila, nakita nila, na yung mga ancestors nila at mga forefathers nila, they themselves became witnesses on how they disobeyed the Lord and how they suffered because of that disobedience. At marahil yung bagong generation, naramdaman din nila yung consequences ng disobedience. But at the same time, they became also witnesses of the Lord's mercy, of the Lord's goodness, and of the Lord's forgiveness to them. Kaya naman, nung nilatag na ang mga bagay na ito, sinasabi ni Moses, ang mga kaangkautosan ng Panginoon ay hindi mahirap. Hindi ito mysterious. Ibig sabihin, alam nyo na, dahil for 40 years, exposed na sila, alam na nila ang sampung utos, alam nila ang mga commandment ng Panginoon. Ito ay hindi nalalayo na sa inyo. Katunayan ang sabi ng verse 14, But the word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. So no one has the excuse of saying, Hindi ko kasi alam ang sinasabi ng salita ng Diyos o ang kautosan ng Panginoon, kaya hindi ko nasunod. Alam nyo, importante ho kasi na alam natin ang salita ng Panginoon para ito ay ating masunod. Pero ang sinasabi po ni Moses dito is, Nasa sa inyo na, manapakalapit na sa inyo ng salita ng Panginoon. It's in your mouth and in your heart because the purpose is that, that you may do it. Now, set aside natin yung panahon nila. Tingnan natin yung panahon natin ngayon. The question is, alam ba natin ang salita ng Panginoon? Sino po rito may Bible, tasang kamay? Yan. Yung, pong, yung Bible ninyo, mara hindi nyo lang nadala, naiwan nyo lang sa bahay. Tas pong kamay. Okay lang, naiwan nyo. Marahil, inagis nyo. Last year, hindi nyo na makita. At uh, alam po ninyo, sa totoo lang, hinahanap na rin kayo ng Bible ninyo. He, yung Bible ninyo gusto ma-reconcile sa inyo. Okay. We are not in a Muslim country or we are not in a communist country wherein the Bible is being prohibited. We can always have our Bible and the good news is this. It is cheaper than a cell phone. Sino rito may cell phone? Oh, naiyapa kayo. 
Ultimo nga yung, ultimo nga yung nagkuha ko sa amin ng basura, may iPhone 5. Pati nagtitinda ng mga sorbetes, nagtitext pa eh. Sabi ko, talagang lahat ngayon, meron na talagang cellphone. Ang kainaman, mas mura ang Bible kaysa sa cellphone. Kaya kung wala kang Bible, benta mo muna yung cellphone mo. At bumili ka ng Bible. We, means, we can have access to the Word of God aside from the basic things that we know concerning the will of God. Na kung hindi natin kinakailangan maging isang Bible scholar, maging isang theologian, o magmaster ng theology in school, in a Bible school, para maintindihan mo ang kalooban ng Panginoon. Dahil kung yun, ang, kung yun po ang condition para maintindihan natin ang salita ng Panginoon, ipapano tayong ordinaryong tao? The Word of God is knowable. Alam natin yung mga basic things about the Bible. Susubukin ko po kayo. Ang manglamang sa kapwa, tama o mali? Yan. Yung pong ikaw ay mangutang na hindi ka magbabayad, tama mali? Yung ikaw ay mangalo niya, tama mali? O yung ikaw ay manguhan ng pag-aari na hindi mo pag-aari? Yung ikaw ay magsabi ng kasinungalingan, tama o mali? Tama. Ang inyong sagot. Okay? So you see, these are just basic things. Hindi mo kailangan naging napakalalim. Unless, okay, there is, ako naman naniniwala, there is room for those people who are studying the Word of God in a deeper way. Okay? At talaga binibigay po natin sa kanila yan. Kahit kami ho, mga pastors, pinag-aaralan nito ng malaliman, pero dinideliver po namin ito sa mas mababaw na pamaraan na sa paraang maiintindihan ninyo. Because the Word of God is knowable. And the intention is for us to obey the Word of God. Amen. So sa ating panahon, wag na tayong magpakalayo. Alam naman natin, basically, kung ano yung tama, we have the sense of what is right and what is wrong. But the question is, do we still obey the Lord? Madali pong malaman ang salita ng Panginoon. Kaya po sinabi rito, ang clear choice is that Dahil komo na ang salita ng Panginoon, dalawa lang naman talaga ang posible mong pamilian. To obey, not to obey. San kayo doon? Ulitin ko po. Simple lang. Hindi natin komplikado. Dalawa lang ang choice. To obey and not to obey. Sino sa inyong gustong to obey? Yeah, very good. Oh, subukan natin ngayon. So, subukan ko kayo ngayon, ha? Gusto nyo ba na talaga sundin si Lord? Okay. Talaga? Okay. Hindi lamang po yung, pag sinabing pagsunod sa Panginoon, hindi lamang yung bawal ay gagawin mo. Kundi gagawin mo rin kung ano yung tama. Tama ho ba? Kalooban ba ng Panginoon na lumago kayo sa pananampalataya? So, susundin niyo ba si Lord para lumago kayo sa pananampalataya? Ganda ng sagot ninyo ah. <laughs> okay. Kung kalooban ng Diyos na lumago kayo sa inyong pananampalataya, kalooban ba ng Diyos na mag-aral tayo ng Biblia? Ah, kalooban ba ng Diyos na kayo ay ma-disciple? Kalooban ba ng Diyos na mayroong nagme-mentor sa inyo para kayo lumago sa salita ng Panginoon? Kalahati sumagot. Okay? Ang tanong doon, may victory group ba kayo? Oh. <laughs> Masama magsinungaling. Ha? Ah? So yun, napaka-simple, okay? Na kung sa simpleng bagay na utos ng Panginoon, hindi masunod, mas lalo pa kaya yung mga pagsunod na nangangailangan ng sakripisyo. Kalooban ba ng Diyos na dumating kayo sa oras sa lugar na ito? 
Ay sa inyong trabaho, kalooban ba ng Diyos na nasa oras kayo? Kung yun mga basic things, we can just easily say yes. But sometimes, it is really hard to do. The choice is only to, to obey, not to obey. Ganun lang ho kasimple. To obey and not to obey. Kaya sinasabi ng iba, hindi ko kasi alam ang kalooban ng Panginoon kaya hindi ko masunod. Hindi po, simple lang. Doon sa mga basic thing, kung hindi mo na masunod, yung mas lalo yung malalaman. Kung ang tanong is, hindi ko alam kung kalaoban ng Diyos na ako'y mag-abroad o hindi, yun, medyo mahirap yun. It takes for you to seek the will of God so that you will find. Dahil kasi ang salita ng Panginoon, there are things that are so easy to know, but there are things that you have to seek God, but it doesn't mean you will not know. You will know as you go deeper in your relationship with God. Amen. So, ang sinasabi po natin yung mga obvious na, madali na nating sundin dahil alam natin eh. But since there is a sinful nature in the life of men, minsan ang isang simple nagiging mahirap kahit ito ay obey or not to obey lang. Minsan ang hirap pang mamili. Namamayaning minsan sa atin yung pagiging self-centered natin kaysa sa totoo lang madaling sumunod kapag gusto mo rin yung sinasabi ni Lord sa'yo. Pero pagkahayaw mo, pagka maapektuan ikaw, may sakripisyo kang gagawin sa pagsunod mo, hindi mo na magawang masunod ang Panginoon. The question is, are you committed to do what is right? Are you committed to make some sacrifices just to do the will of God? And God would like us to be always in His will because as I said, being in a place of obedience is the most conducive atmosphere for us to be blessed by God. Would you like to be blessed? Make sure that you are walking in the line of God's will. Dahil yun ang pinakamainam na environment para ikaw ay mabless pa ng Panginoon. Kapag ka maraming langaw, anong iniisip nyo bakit? Dahil maraming basura. Tama, marumi. Conducive atmosphere yun para lumapit ang maraming langaw. Kung gusto nyo ng langgam, anong gagawin ninyo? Maglagay ka ng matamis. Okay? Automatic. Hindi mo kinakailangang kausapin yung mga langgam na dumating. Dadating at dadating sila kasi mayroong matamis doon. Unattracted sila doon. Same way, in the will of God, if you are obeying the Lord, you are putting yourself in a position wherein you can experience the blessings of God. Amen. That is the, bla- the best position. Regardless of whether sometimes you are being accused of doing good, and sometimes you suffer for doing good, but that's beside the point, because in the end, you will be vindicated by God. Amen. If you are committed to the truth and that you are being persecuted or you suffer bad things because you have done what is good, just wait. There's more. Hindi <laughs> pa tapos si Lord dahil makikita mo that in the end, you will be vindicated. Amen? Now, sabi ng John 15:7, If you abide in me, in my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is the promise. Pastor, totoo ba yan? Kasi nami-misinterpret ko lagi itong verse na ito. Kasi sabi, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Pastor, pwede ko bang hingin kay Lord yung nag-iintriga sa akin sa trabaho ko, eh, tigukin na ni Lord. Kasi sabi, whatever. Pero hindi yun, may kondisyon eh. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. In other translation, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. Kung alam mo ang salita ng Panginoon, dahil ikaw ay nananatili sa salita ng Panginoon, hindi ka hihingi ng isang bagay na against sa kalooban niya. Amen? 
Kasi alam mo ang salita ng Panginoon, kaya hihingi ka lang ng bagay na alam mong kalooban ng Diyos sa buhay mo. Because you remain in God. Pero hindi pwedeng sabihin yan sa isang taong wala namang alam sa salita ng Panginoon, pag sinabi ask whatever you wish, ay parang humiling ka ng tatlong kahilingan. Parang genie ang dating. Now, pag-usapan po natin about this critical choice because we have to make a choice every time. Life is composed of decisions. We are not supposed not to make decision, but we have to make decision, but make sure that our decision is right. It's because that will affect people around us and somehow would affect the future generation. So Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 15, sabi, I set, See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. Now, this, these are the choices. When you choose life, you will have good. When you choose death, you will have evil. So it's life and good versus death and evil. Very obvious, very clear. It's like choosing white or black. What will you choose? Madaling i-identify kung ano yung isusunod. Pero sabi ko nga, may struggle sa puso ng tao. And because of the inner, because of the sinful nature that we have, ang pagsunod ay nagiging mahirap at sometimes sa iba, para bang imposible pa ang pagsunod. But you are missing the point if you think that obedience is just a mere compliance to a set of rules or to a set of laws. Obedience is not just a behavioral compliance to a set of rules, to a set of laws, because obedience must be an overflow of the heart that loves the Lord. Gets nyo yun? Ang pagsunod, ito po is overflow ng isang pusong tunay na nagmamahal at nananampalataya sa Diyos. Because obedience is an issue of the heart. It's not just a mere external compliance. You can comply externally but with a rebellious heart. Diyan po kayo. Yung mga tatay na inutusan niyo yun yung mga anak, sumunod pero nagdadabog. Pero sumunod naman. But the question is, tama ba yung kanyang ginawang pagsunod? Pwede nga inyong asawa is, hindi naman nangangalo niya. Hindi naman nagde-date ng iba o hindi sumisiping sa iba. Pero sa tuwing titingnan ng inyong mukha at magsasabing, I love you. Ibang mukha pala yung nakikita niya. Mukha pala ni Bebeng. Ha? So, ang tanong doon, tama ba yung ganong senaryo? Hindi naman sinangangalo niya, hindi naman nagde-date, hindi naman sumisiping sa iba. Kaya lang tuwing tinitingnan yung asawa niyang babae, ibang babae ang nakikita niya. Tama ba yun o mali? That's why obedience is an issue of the heart. You can be in church, but at the same time, you are in sin. Amen? It is not a guarantee that when you are in church, you are obeying God. Obedience is not a mere compliance to a set of rules. This is the key. This is the very spirit behind the obedience that Moses was actually telling the Hebrew people. Verse 16, In that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to keep His commandments, His statutes, and His judgment, that you may live and multiply. Sabi natin, love the Lord your God. 
Kung ang puso natin ay puno ng pagmamahal sa Panginoon, it is into that spirit that we obey because it's easy to obey when you love God. Diyan po kayo. Sino ito rito mga married couple? Taas ang kamay. Oh, tanongin ko, mga mister. Ah, kahit di kayo nagtas ng kamay. Mahal niyo ba talaga si misis? Oh, tanongin nyo, hindi kayo makasagot. Ha? Oh. Mahal niyo ba talaga si misis? Okay. Misis, nararamdaman niyo ba? Ha? Ito ang tandaan nyo, ang isang baso ng tubig, okay? kapag hindi puno, hindi yan aapaw. Pag walang laman, lalong hindi aapaw, eh alang laman. Kapag mahal niyo talaga si Mises at tag-uumapaw yung pagmamahal niyo sa kanya, mararamdaman niya. Tanyo na, hindi makakibu mga Mises ninyo. Alam niya talaga, mahal na mahal ako ng asawa ko kasi mararamdaman niya eh. Dahil ang pag-ibig, hindi lamang yung pagsasabi ng I love you. Ang salitang pag-ibig is an action word more than just a verbal thing. Amen? Kung, na, kung mahal ninyo nga sa ipararamdaman ninyo, and I always say this, that the best way to, to show that you really love your wife is to have time with her. Time to listen, time to date her, time to know her, time to care for her. This is not a seminar on marriage, by the way. When we talk about love the Lord, it is a relational word. And this is the key to obedience. Loving the Lord is the way and the key to obedience. It is not just a mere compliance. It's an issue of the heart. Kaya I always say to my children, mga anak, isa lang naman ko sa inyo eh. Hindi ako maglalagay ng set of rules. Gusto ko lang sa inyo, mahalin niyo si Lord na gusto. At kapag mahal niyo si Lord, kahit na nasa school kayo, kahit hindi namin kayo nakikita, I'm confident that you are going to do the right thing dahil lagi niyong iisipin si Lord. And how, to, how, how do you express your love for God? Kapag ka lagi mo siyang kinukonsider sa buhay mo before making any choice. Amen? Before, when I... You know, when I was still a student, kailangan ko ng trabaho para makapagpatuloy ako sa pag-aaral. Nag-apply ako sa Jollibee. Hindi ako baya sa Jollibee, ha? Sabihin may ako sana, ayaw makdo kami. <laughs> Talagang Jollibee. Nag-apply ako. Natanggap po ako sa trabaho, pero ang sabi sa akin, are you willing to take a Sunday schedule? Sabi ko, I said right away, no, I can't. Because yung Sunday, doon ako nagsuserve at yun ako dumadalo sa church. Wala pang Saturday-Saturday noon. So tinanggihan ko, bagamat hinayang na hinayang ako, dahil sa mga pagkakataon yun, talagang sikat na sikat ang Jollibee. Okay? It's Jollibee good. Ganun pa yun noon, hindi pa langhap sarap. <laughs> hindi ko tinanggap, because ang consideration ko, paano na yung si Lord, pag nilingkod ko sa kanya, sa kanya spirituality ko, hindi ako makakadalo. So, my choice was based on my love for God. Mahal ko si Lord, kaya hindi ko tinanggap yung trabaho na yon. Now, how do you express your love for God? It can be seen by the choices that you make in life. Sasagutin ko ba ang lalaking ito o hindi? Pero gwapo eh. May topak lang. Pero gwapo siya. 
Alam mo ng playboy, eh, guwapo eh. Yun lang ang consideration mo. Ang tanong, kalooban ba ni Lord yan sa buhay mo? Eh, kalaan mo palang babaero. Without you knowing it, eh, isa ka lang sa nililigawan. Ikaw naman lalaki. Nakakita ka ng taong liligawan mo, tinanong mo ba si Lord yan ba ang kalooban ng Panginoon sa'yo? In every decision that way, kukonsider mo yung bagay na yun para, ma- para makita na talagang mahal mo si Lord. Siya ang lagi mong ikukonsider. Kapag mahal mo ang isong asawa, iingatan mo na siya ay masaktan. Tama ho ba? Mag-iingat ka sa salitang sinasabi mo. Dahil kasi yung salita mo is very powerful. Pwede makasakit yan. Okay? So gagawin mo yun dahil kasi mahal mo yung asawa mo. Mayroong pruweba ang pagmamahal. Ano ang pruweba ng pagmamahal natin sa Diyos? To walk in His ways and to keep His commandment, His statutes, and His judgments. Ang isang pusong nag-uumapaw sa pagmamahal sa Panginoon, it is inevitable that that person will walk according to the ways of God. Amen? He's going to consider the command of the Lord, the will of God, in his life. Ano ba yung mga tagubilin, kautusan ng Panginoon? Iku-consider niya, tatanggapin ko ba itong trabaho na ito? O hindi? I-gauge mo, ano ba yung mga basic things na gusto ng Panginoon sa iyong buhay? Malaki sweldo eh. Bihira naman ang nakuhuli sa ganitong trabaho. Magpupush ka lang ng droga. Pero malaking kita. Will you accept that job just because it promises a good return? Or do you consider God and believe that God can bless you with another job? These are the things. Kung isang yung isang ordinaryong kautosan, hindi natin masunod how much more yung iba pang malalalim. Sabi ng John 14.15, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. What is critical about the decision that we make is that it does not only show that we love God, but the effect that it will create for the generations to come and to your family. So when you make a decision... Always think it's a critical decision. Why? Because pwedeng maapektuhan yung yung mahal sa buhay. Halimbawa, ikaw lalaki ka, nagtatrabaho ka, yung amo mo, babae. Ha? Tapos yung babae, eh, may anak. Sabihin sa'yo, pwede bang babayaran kita ng 30,000 a month, ikaw ang maging anak? Ikaw maging ama ng aking anak? Ba't kay maingay? Nagkukwento ko, kay maingay. Ha? Eh, naisip mo, naku, kailangan mo ng trabaho, 30,000. It promises a good return. Eh, pumayag ka. Hindi mo alam na hindi lang pala gagawin kang ama ng kanyang anak, kundi gagawin ka na rin asawa. Eh, meron kang pamilya. Paano gagawin mo? Eh, kailangan-kailangan mo ng pera para matugunan mo yung pangailangan ng iyong pamilya. It's now between your need, something personal, and about God. It's because you know that when you do that, it will lead to something else. Amen. Your decision may just be saying yes, a simple decision. Okay, mapahayag ako. O, eventually, nagkaroon kayo ng relationship, naruin yung pamilya mo, hanggang sa hiniwalayan mo na yung pamilya mo, at siya na ang pinakasalan mo. Ano ang mangyayari? Maliban sa sinaktan mo yung asawa mo, pati yung anak mo, umiiyak dahil nasaktan, dahil eventually nalaman, ano ang may papasok sa kanyang isipan? You lost the respect of your own son of your children. This may just be an illustration, and I can use several illustrations, but certainly this is happening in our society today. 
Ilan ang married couples na naghiwalay dahil may number two? Hindi na ko bago yan. Huwag na ko tayong mag-ano. Huwag nating ligawin yung isipan natin. It's happening every day. Mga married couples na naghiwalay, mga pamilya na wawasak. It's because of a wrong choice in life. Are you committed to do the will of God? And so that's what makes our decision so critical because of its probable devastating effect on us, on our family, and even on the generations to come. Ilan sa counseling ko ang narinig ko na siya ay nagtaksil sa kanyang asawa, tapos magtatanong ko yung tatay mo ba, kumusta? Ay, broken family po ako, kasi tatay ko nagtaksil din sa aking nanay. So ikaw, ganun na rin ginagawa mo, and posible na yung, yung magiging anak, ganun din ang gagawin. That's what you call generational curse. And unless it is cut, magpapatuloy ang generation na yan. Do you get my point? That's what makes your choice today as critical. Akala mo, simpleng decision lang. Yung pumatol ka sa asawa ng may asawa, akala mo, isang simpleng decision lang. One night stand. Maraming ganyan. One night stand lang naman. Ah, one night stand. Biglang yung pala naka one night stand mo may AIDS. Oh, di patay kang bata ka. Di ba? Oh, tapos anong gagawin mo? Kikisipin ka sa asawa mo. Mahahawaan yung asawa mo. Ay, buntis. Do you imagine that? So, ang mga choice natin, napakahalaga. Kaya the safest environment for us to be in is in the will of God for us to always obey God. And we have to be committed to that choice. Amen. Let's go to the third point, the committed choice. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both of you and your descendants may live. Could you imagine here, in that agreement, in that covenant with God, heaven and earth are witnesses? Anong ibig sabihin nun? Sometimes, when, you, when a person does a crime, he can get away with it. Bakit? Pag walang witness. Amen? Ano po? Sabi ng asawa mo, nangangalo niya ako. Sinong testigo mo? Wala kang katibayan. So you can somehow get away with it. Pero kapag ka mayroong witness, dalawa o tatlong witness mo, naku, delikado ka. Pwede kang makulong sa akusasyon sa'yo, lalo na kung mayroong testigo. Tama po ba? Look at the witness. Heaven and earth, the entire creation of God, Heaven and earth serve as witnesses against our obedience or our disobedience before the sight of God. Where can you go where there's no heaven? Where can you go where there's no earth? Kahit saan tayo magpunta, meron yan. Ibig sabihin, sa lahat ng sandali, alam ng Diyos kung ikaw ay nagdi-disobey o nag-uobey. Amen. Yes, sometimes there are disobedience and we can get away with it. Pero kung nasanay ka sa ganong environment, na you can get away, kahit anong gawin mo, nakakatakas kahit hindi ka na, na hold accountable, kapag ka dumating sa isang sandali ng buhay mo na nakakomit ka ng isang simpleng bagay, dahil nasanay ka na nakakatakas ka naman eh, hindi ka naman nahuhuli, pero sa isang simpleng bagay na nagawa mo, pwede ang maging epekto is devastating. Dahil nasanay ka na, Kahit sa isang bagay na masyadong critical, sanay ka na kasi, kaya akala mo makakatakas kang muli. There will always be time 
of reckoning. Ulitin ko po yun. There is always a time of reckoning. Maaaring nakakatakas ka sa mga babaeng, nililigawan mo, ginagalaw mo, tas iniiwan mo. And if you will not change and if you will not repent, magantay ka lang ng tamang panahon. At kung hindi magbabago ang puso mo, yan na rin ang ikakapahamak mo. Hadyan po ba kayo? Hindi tayo, we cannot mock God. Heaven and earth are both witnesses. So where can we hide that God would not know our disobedience? In the same manner that if the heaven and, and earth are both witnesses to our disobedience, they are also witnesses to our obedience. That's why wherever you go, God also knows whether you are obeying Him or not. And God also knows what to reward you and how to reward you in your obedience. Amen. Let's give Him praise. Therefore, sabi po ng Bible, therefore choose life. Sabi niyo, choose life. Look at the person beside you, look into the eye and say, choose life. And the promise is that both you and your descendants may live. Sabi po ng verse 20, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey His voice, and that you may cling to Him. For the Lord, He is your life in the length of your days. We are supposed to choose life. Binibigay na, hindi na nga. Pinahihirapan tayo. Sinasabi na kung piliin natin. Choose life. And what do we mean by choosing life? Choose the Lord. Because the Lord, the Lord is our life. Now, kasi, Kaya sinasabi po ito, mga kapatid, kaya misa namimisinterpret ng mga Hudyo, namimisinterpret ng mga Hebrews, yung context ng salitang obedience. And they are establishing their own obedience apart from Jesus Christ. That's why they could not accept the gospel. They are willing to obey the Ten Commandments, but they don't want to accept Jesus Christ. Because ang kanilang obedience is a mere compliance to a set of rules. That's why they are missing the point. The point is, as I said a while ago, obedience is an issue of the heart. And when you choose life, you will choose the Lord and the Lord will be in your heart. Amen. So ito po yung sinasabi, He is your life. The Lord is your life. Siya ang ating buhay. Because no matter what we do as a human being to obey that Ten Commandments, there's nothing that we can boast because all of our obedience to the Ten Commandments are just a filter rug before God if we obey it apart from Jesus Christ. Because the Bible is all have sinned and fall short. Fall short. Ano sabi ng fall short? Kapos. Kahit anong gawin mo, you are still fall short. Sumusunod naman ako, you are still fall short because you are doing it outside of Jesus Christ. God has a prescribed righteousness. And what is that righteousness? That righteousness is the righteousness of Jesus Christ in us. Sabi ng Romans chapter 10, ito yung sinasabi ni Paul sa mga Hebrews, For I bear them witness that they have zeal for God, you see, zeal for God, but not according to the knowledge. Sabi, hindi ayon sa tamang kaalamang itinakda ng Diyos. Ang mga Hebrew, gustong gusto nila na sumunod, pero hindi ayon sa tamang kaalaman. Let me read verse 3. 
for being ignorant of the righteousness of God. Ignorante raw sila sa katwiran ng Diyos and seeking to establish their own. They did not submit to God's righteousness. Now, this is the righteousness of the Jews. This is God's righteousness. They are trying, Sabiron, to seek and establish their own righteousness. They were trying to comply with the law. But the Bible says, all have sinned and fall short. Ibig sabihin ng short, ano? Hindi long. <laughs> Kapos! Okay? Kapos. So kahit ano, ito yung, ito pilipilit pa rila, kahit na short, sabi na nga Lord, short eh, kapos. And this is God's prescribed righteousness. Ano yun? Jesus Christ died on the cross. He rose again from the dead. When you receive that in your heart, you are going to receive the imputed righteousness that will declare you righteous before God. Amen. Now, para maintindihan nyo pa, not only that you are to be declared righteous because of what Jesus Christ did, it gives you the grace to continuously obey the Lord because God is changing your new nature. Let's me go back to the, to the established righteousness of the Jews. Okay? And many people are doing this. Ito yung kanilang nag-establish nilang sariling righteousness, kaya hirap na hirap sila. Okay? They are struggling, and yet, in the end, kapos pa rin sila. And it is not acceptable before God. While this one, God has His own prescribed righteousness that through Christ Jesus, tayo po ay may declare righteous. That's the first benefit. The second is it gives us the grace and the power to continuously obey the Lord. So sumusunod tayo kay Lord not in, not in order to have our salvation, sumusunod tayo because that's our new nature. Let me describe it in this way. Nakita niyo ba yung mga isang lumalangoy, di ba? Bakit hindi sila napapagod? Kung kayo ay hagis kayo sa dagat, mapapagod ba kayong lumangoy? <laughs> Anong kaibahan? Dahil yung mga isda, hindi talaga mapapagod lumangoy. Kasi isda sila. Amen? Normal sa kanila ang lumangoy dahil isda sila. Now, tanong ko, bakit ang ibon, hindi sila napapagod lumipad? Pastor naman, siyempre, ibon sila. Sinubukan nyo na bang lumipad? Subukan nyo mamaya dyan. Tumalong kayo sa building, tignan ko kung makalipad kayo. Hindi nyo gagawin, dahil alam nyo, hindi nyo kaya kasi hindi kayo ibon. Tama? Pero sa isda, napakasimpleng lumangoy. Sa ibo, napakasimpleng lumipad. Ang pagiging kristyano, hindi imposible ang sumunod. is because ikaw ay kristyano. Normal lang sa'yo ang sumunod dahil ikaw ay kristyano. Ang inestablish na righteousness ng mga Hudyo is religiosity. Man's attempt to please God. And the Bible says they fell short. God's prescribed righteousness is that God exerted the effort to reach us through Christ Jesus. Ang Diyos ang umabot, hindi tayo ang umabot. Ang Diyos ang nag-exert ng effort, tinanggap ng natin yung ginawa ni Jesus Christ sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Amen! Kaya 
nga hindi ko maintindihan yung mga nagpipinitensya, nagpipinitensya, para raw sila'y mapatawa 2,000 years ago. Kinuha na ni Jesus ang kasalanan ng tao, tanggapin mo lang yung kapatawaran ngayon. It gives you the energy, the spiritual energy and the power to obey God. That's why you can say no to sin. Before you cannot say no to sin, kung convenience sa iyo yung nagagawa mo, tinatago mo pa. O minsan yung iba, lantaran pa. But now you can say no to sin. Why? Because you have the power to say no to sin because of the righteousness of Jesus that's in you. Kung ikaw ay malinis na, ayaw mong madumihan. Maliban na lang kung ikaw ay baboy, kahit na naglinis ka, baboy ka pa rin. Ang gusto mo pa rin, putikan. But hindi na tayo mga baboy, tayo yung mga tupa na ng Panginoon. Amen. Jesus is the life. Romans chapter 10, verse 2 to 4, verse 4, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. Si Jesus po ang katapusan ng batas. He came not to abolish the law. He came to fulfill the law for you and for me. And we say this, choose life, choose Jesus Christ. Today, I would like to challenge every one of you. The best legacy that we can ever leave our children is a spiritual legacy. You would like to make a decision that will impact not just your life today, but it would impact your children and the succeeding generation. Choose life. Choose Jesus Christ. Tanungin ko po yung mga husband narito. Have you experienced praying for your wife personally? Yung ikaw mismo, as a spiritual leader, nilayhans mo man lang ba yung wife mo at pinagpray mo personally? Di pa ho tayo tapos, wag muna po kayo magtayuan. Nasa introduction na po ako. Yung mga tatay, have you tried laying your hands on your children and prayed for them personally? Do they have that experience seeing you exercising your spiritual leadership in the family, o sinasabi niyo, nahihiya ako, pastor. Anong nahihiya? Hindi ka nga nahihiya minsan nung malaglasing. Ngayon, mahihiya kang gumawa na kung ano ang tama. Have you experienced as a couple praying together o pag sa church lang kayo nagpipray, pag nagpipray na si pastor? Let us have the committed choice to always choose life. When you choose life, you will choose to pray. You will choose to read the Word of God. You will choose to give the Word of God to your children. When you choose life, you will choose what is pleasing before the eyes of God because life is not about us. Life is about Jesus Christ. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Be updated on podcasts and events and even follow a Bible reading plan by downloading the Victory Alabang app for all Apple and Android mobile devices. Thank you and stay connected.